and I've unmuted you, Paul, I think. I'm trying to unmute you there, Paul. You have to unmute yourself there, I think. Yeah. All right. You got me? Yeah, you're on. There you go, mate. All right. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Paul Alcoholic. Um, Thursday. <laughs> the uh, Again, for people, if there's anyone who's new here, uh, we're just attempt. we're looking at the program from the exact nature of the wrong in our experience or our whatever download. The exact nature of the wrong is the mental state where the problem resides is in the act of being identified as a self pictured as a body, but really with the attributes of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the hearer, the taster, the toucher. <clears throat> and this programming really doesn't uh, allow much investigation or possibility. And you can see the strength of the feeling of being the doer in our own experience in recovery, where we come into recovery and we're introduced to the first step and the first part of it that we were powerless over alcohol. I would say powerless over alcoholism, really. I mean, I'm not powerless over alcohol. Alcohol isn't trying to pin me on a mat and, uh, and, and uh, make me say no mas, you know? No, it's alcoholism. So I'm powerless over alcoholism in a sense which means I'm going to be led to the first drink or the first drug and have no defense against that. And basically a lot of people's experiences is that they're drinking and doing drugs against their own will in a way. They've made tons of vows to themselves and to other people, and yet they don't have any power to complete that vow. So they're in a state of powerlessness over something. I don't think it's the inert uh, liquid called alcohol, but alcoholism. And so we're in this state of powerlessness. And in recovery, hopefully we admit that. Hopefully it's conceded to the innermost self. That's where something can really change. And then we go on our way. Yet most of us, when we go over the behavior we were doing, under the influence, we still feel like a complete ownership of that behavior, even though it was proven we were apt to do almost anything while under the influence. I mean, some of the shit that happened, I didn't come up with. I just ended up there. And uh, yet the story or the narrative of the bondage of self keeps us identified as the doer of all that behavior which causes us not to be able to find real acceptance for ourselves or forgiveness because there's certain things that I was convicted of in my own mental courtroom that I cannot be unconvicted of things that affected my mother and stuff like that. And it didn't matter. The highest falutin lawyer wouldn't get me out of those things. So I was living sort of a sentence based on being the doer of, you know, heinous things in a lot of ways, hurting a lot of people and myself included. And that sense of doership is pretty damn rigid. So even when I had the experience that 
I wasn't setting out on a course of hurting my mother on Tuesday night, but if I started to drink on Tuesday late afternoon, that's what may happen. I would end up there. And I basically felt in hindsight, even while it was happening, that I was being used for transportation. Something sort of had me and was doing through me what I wouldn't do for myself. Just like it says when we have a higher power, it's going to do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. Well, being living under the lower power of alcoholism, alcoholism had me doing a lot of shit, was doing a lot of shit through me that I would never have done by myself. So, and I really emphasize this. So this bondage of self isn't loosened up when you stop drinking and using. This is what we recover from. We recover from the bondage of self, basically. And what is that the axis of the bondage is being identified as this mental image that's constantly being obsessed over and reinforced that has a very rigid programming where there's not going to be any relief from there, from the behaviors that you exhibited while under the influence. I know a lot of people who are still, their mental state is still harvesting guilt and shame based on what they did while under the influence. And I don't feel like we've carried through as far as we can the idea of powerlessness, that we were powerless over our behavior, basically. And yes, we're accountable and we do the inventory and we make the amends, but I don't believe a lot in a lot of the cases we were truly responsible. We were being used by something. I like to see it as a parasite or a foreign pathogen. Some people call it a demonic intelligence, but something was living through us and provoking behavior through us that we would have never come up with on our own. So this is why I feel by seeing the exact nature of the wrong as an identification as this programming, then the possibility of being free from it becomes available. Because if you don't see it as other, you'll try to be free as it. And that always ends up in that statement, that dead end statement, but it's a beautiful stop sign self can't get out of self that we've come up with observation through the community a lot of people arrived at the fact through observation that self can't get out of self though paul believed it could get out of self paul didn't know that it was also self trying to get out of self and what happens when self tries to get out of self it reinforces the reality of being in self so the, our solution to the problem reinforces the problem. This to me is the bondage of self. And uh, that to me is the exact nature of the wrong, is the act of being identified with a mental image that's constantly being reasserted, implied, reinforced, and thought about quite a lot all freaking day. So... Uh, this is the member I view. I'm a member and I'm giving you the view that I've come up, you know, that has actually been built in me through recovery from the exact nature of the wrong. So I think you know the, the problem from the solution, truly. And when you get freedom from the bondage of self, when that experience that they 
they express on page 84 about the problem will not exist for you anymore. For that to truly stabilize, the problem needs to be seen as not existing as you. Yeah, as you, because if it's existing as you, it may have the experience that the problem does not exist, but the state will constantly be reasserted that you're existing as the problem. So, yeah, there you have it. Okay. All right. Thanks very much. Paul. I don't know what you want to talk about. Step eleven or whatever. Yeah, whatever, I, I, you know. I'd really, um, for me, I just, um, I'd really like to kick it up a bit up to step eleven. If anyone has any um, objections to that, I'd really like to, um, like to get your thoughts on that, um, if you wouldn't mind. So, if anyone else. All has right. Any well, idea, step yeah. eleven. The thoughts I have about step eleven is, if you look at the statement, the point. The true point is to improve one's conscious contact with the higher power. This, the ways they suggested us to do that was prayer and meditation. They are not the only ways. Yeah? Some people aren't built to sit on a cushion for an hour, but they love walking in nature or sitting next to a stream or gazing up into the sky. All of those activities are improving one's conscious contact with that power. So the idea, and if you don't think you're a prayer, when you're in AA, you say two prayers a day, every meeting. We open it up with a prayer, we end with a prayer, at least in America. So the, it says being, uh, what is it? Uh, we saw it, so the seeking to improve one's conscious contact is the intention. We saw it through prayer and meditation. But after you're sober a while, you're seeking through a lot of what you're doing to improve that conscious contact. Not through volition, it's just what's happening. Because you're now being pulled by the gravitation of perhaps there's a better way. The infinite is now pulling you towards itself. Yeah, that's the program of recovery. Leaving a failed system, which is trusting and being relied on a finite self to trusting something infinite. When that, when you move towards that sun, so to speak, the gravitational pull starts to pull you, and then almost everything you do, because how you're doing it, where you're doing it from, is improving one's conscious contact. It's not just two rigid actions of prayer and meditation. So the intention, how I see it, of the 11th step is to improve one's conscious contact. I wouldn't wear the straitjacket of it's got to be only through prayer and meditation. Because once again, I know a lot of people who have seemingly a nervous type and they can't sit. And so they, they cause more suffering and more shame and guilt because they're not a good meditator. Well, there's a lot of ways they're improving their conscious contact throughout the day. Emphasize those ways. Yeah. Or though, though, though ways, those ways. Yeah, I just, so I don't like the idea of it just being so rigid because the intention is to improve one's conscious contact. And you know, recovery improves one conscious contact. It does. I mean, if you're, if you're not up the ass of self, you're in a state of improved conscious contact with the higher power. When you're, when you're of service, you're in a proof, you're, uh, 
you know, an improved conscious contact. When you when you've lost interest in yourself, you're in an improved conscious contact with the power. There's thousands of effects of the program that are the demonstration of an improved conscious contact. So, uh, yeah, that's how I see it. So, thank you very much, Paul. That's uh, great. And um, now's an opportunity to um, for everyone to get your hands up and. Um, Ask Paul get some insights on on step eleven. Uh, see, we've already got somebody there. We'll just I'll get back to you, uh, Glasgow. But um, just um, with regards to step eleven, Paul, and I know um, we've had that discussion. Can you just give me a little bit? Uh, for some people who might not have been there, I've heard the the, the term non duality bandied about. Um, can you give me some insight into that? And what that actually means? I know that there's some lot, there's a lot of different takes on that, but can you give me an idea about what that is and, and, and maybe uh, on how you, you became involved in that process in that? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, it's yeah. not a process. So yeah. and, uh, okay. what allowed me to get involved in that process is a sober life that's been given to me through the program of recovery, Alcoholics Anonymous. Yes. That's yeah. what allowed me to entertain other possibilities. That's one of the great gifts of recovery it allows you to entertain a lot more possibilities, man, because we are really handcuffed while bonded to self. <laughs> we are severely diminished and our possibilities become very, very small and uh, usually based on survival. But all right, so non-duality, This way we're living here, you know, like in England and in America and Japan and India, this whole of, of event and interpretation of what life is, some philosophies, some uh, methodologies have defined it as a dualistic or duality. Yeah. So the basic duality would be subject object. So okay. non-duality is a negation of the reality of duality. Yeah. So we're taking a world that's appearing in a, a through the lens of duality as being real. Non-duality is a negation of that. It's just saying not to. So the subject objectness is sort of the dilemma we face as alcoholics because we're thought about all day as an object, yet we feel like we're the subject all day. So I'm doing a lot of shit, yeah? And yet when I'm felt, when I feel as if I'm the doer, I'm pictured as an object, Paul, this thing, yeah? So there's a subject objectness that's going on all day. What non-duality is negating as a fact is that. So basically, what I, how I would see it is if you follow recovery, you, you start getting a sense that self seems to be the culprit. Yeah. It's mentioned so many times, so, you know, we've been defeated by self, uh, you know, self-centeredness, self selfishness, extreme versions of selfishness, so and so on. This is what's killing us and we have to be free from it, but we can't seem to do it on our own power nor any other human power. So God is going to be quite useful in this situation. So the idea of self is a representative of the basis of duality. So I think I'm Paul. So I believe I'm a subject and yet 
David sees me as an object, yeah? So when David talks about Paul, it talks about Paul as an object. When Paul talks about Paul, he talks about Paul as a subject, yes? So this is the dilemma. Non-duality is just recognizing there is no self. And uh, it's quite helpful in the framing of recovery because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if there's no self that you are really obsessing over then you'll lose interest in the obsession with self <laughs> definitely the reason why the obsession with self is so powerful is there's a belief in self if that belief is questioned or you start seeing it as maybe not being so, you lose, there's a loss of interest in the obsession with self. And that's where you gain interest in everyone else and into life and shit like that. So for me, the idea of non-duality just furthered the effects and crystal, crystallized the illumination of the program for me. That's all. Yeah. Which is quite a lot, but it allowed, uh, it, it allowed more light on all the subjects, let's put it that way. And so, yeah. So um, if, just if you're interested in, if you're interested in it, we have these talks on Wednesdays and Saturdays, but if you're not, it's totally okay. Recovery is a perfect place to be. And to then you'll see uh, a lot of the stuff that you may call philosophies will be revealed to you as true if you just stay with recovery is my view so yeah okay thanks well, very much so well just just a quick follow-up from me on that is when you talk about the exact nature of the wrongs and this is for people who you know who, i guess who haven't heard that before you talk about that and i think dave uh, dave l who comes in here sort of says it per perfectly the exact nature of the wrongs is the fact that we get mesmerized or hypnotized by a self that doesn't exist well, yes, for sure. That's mm -hmm. the whole dilemma. And then mm -hmm. we live a narration based on self. So instead of like when you were a kid, really life was happening. Yeah? And then slowly it turned into an interpretation called life's happening to me. Yeah. Now the mm -hmm. dilemma is if you try to get out of that as me, that's more life happening to me. Yeah. yeah. The thing recovery gives us is the beauty of recognizing that maybe we've objectified self as the culprit in recovery, but we haven't seen its subjective disguise right now as Paul. So still self as Paul is still trying to get out of self, you see? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when we come into recovery, we finally recognize self all right and so people let's say they call it the ego so the ego is what has defeated me or self is what has defeated me we don't understand that the root of the defeat of self is identification as self so we may be in the identification as self recognizing the objectification as self as the culprit yes mm-hmm this is, the, this is the whole view of non-duality because we may be doing exactly what they warned us about. 
self can't get out of self, that may be exactly what's happening right at this moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, and the real relief doesn't come from vanquishing the objectified self. It's losing in interest in the other self that's wanting to vanquish the objectification of self. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's where the real relief is because of duality. There's not one self, there's two, yeah? Mm. And we're, we're, we may come to see the one, but we may not be seeing the second one, yeah? <laughs> mm. So the freedom from the bondage of self is basically just like you have two arms, you have two arms handcuffed to self. You get released from one, but the other one is still in place. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I can't say it any other way. No, yeah. That's, yeah. It's, um, I'm it's serious. Mm. This is so fundamentally, uh, it's the pivot of it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if there's an aperture that we've been looking at life through, yes? Recovery opens up that aperture. You start seeing shit that you weren't seeing before, yeah? And then you recognize, well, you recognize that, hey, you know, I'm really pissed off this happened, but then now I've looked at it and I realized I made a decision based on self that put me in that position to be hurt. Wow, I had never seen that before. I was just blaming that person for fucking with me but what brought me to the position to be fucked by that person? I never even noticed that. Yeah. So now the aperture opens up and you suddenly see what you used to look from. And then it's called self in recovery. Yeah. So now we do inventories, how self has defeated us and shit and all that stuff. But what non-duality is negating, it's negating both aspects of self. So now the one aspect of self has, has been caught as the thief, yes? Mm -hmm. But there's another aspect of self playing the policeman. Yeah? They're yeah. both, they're, so, all right, so now you want to incarcerate the thief, but you're incarcerating the thief being watched over by the policeman, which is also the thief, yes? Mm -hmm. This is the dilemma. So non-duality negates both of those. A lot of times in recovery, what gets negated is the first one. Yeah? Yeah. The second one goes unnoticed and affects your, affects the, it affects the effects of the, of the solution on us. That's what it does. It, it limits the, the possibilities and the effects of the solution on us because the problem is still residing now that we're in the solution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't notice it until they do. And when they do, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very important yeah. moment because mm -hmm. now they've recognized that the gang isn't just a gang of thieves. It's the thieves and the police. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 And so there's a recognition now the problem doesn't exist as you. Yeah. 
Oh, it's awesome. And then you're placed in a position of neutrality. You're not in one self or the other self. You're free from the self. Yes? Mm. So here you are. You were in the position of the thief, and now you're in the position of the policeman. Neither of them are neutrality. Neutrality is the spiritual state. Yes? Mm. So mm. now you're in a position of neutrality, provoked by or produced with no thought or effort on your part. Yeah, there's no self-claiming the effect. That's the freedom from the bondage of self. So now the problem doesn't exist for you anymore because it's not existing as you, either aspect. Yes, you've seen it. Yeah, you've seen both. That's the key. So non-duality helped me see the second self, so to speak. And of course, there's not a second self. It's a reflection. Yeah, you're looking in duality, there's a reflection. Two, there's two mirrors. So there, in one reflection, it's now seen as the thief. In the other reflection, it's taking itself to be the, the policeman or called Paul, right? Mm. Now, Paul continues to try to get out of self, not knowing that it's self. Yeah, mm. that's the bondage of self. Fabulous. So non-duality, recovery opened up a huge aperture and I saw a lot of quote-unquote my behaviors as not my behaviors. That I was infected with a parasite called alcoholism. Non-duality opened up the next aperture and I saw, like they describe in uh, near like 66 or something where it says, you know, the person driven by self-will can appear to be virtuous and kind and shit like that. Exactly. Yeah, mm. exactly. Now you've recognized that is also not me. There's that. That's where the freedom of the bondage of self lies. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So non-duality allowed the possibility, Hey, perhaps there's more to be revealed and then more was revealed. Yes. Mm. So I finally saw the net that I was in. Yeah, it was mm. Paul trying to get out of self, but truly it was self trying to get out of self. Yeah. Which is, to which is a statement in our community, hey, self cannot get out of self. So fucking, you know, <laughs> that mm. will explain why Paul never was successful transcending mm. Paul because... <laughs> <laughs> it was self trying to get out of self yeah paul doesn't need to try to get out of self paul's not in self you see paul's being out of self isn't a result it isn't a consequence it isn't a culmination it's a fact yeah i i am not of self Self is of the mental state. I am not of the mental state. I am of spirit, let's say. Yeah? Yeah. I think um, one of the best analogies that I've heard over these last four or five months that we've been doing these sessions is your, your, your snakeskin analogy. And I, I certainly love that because that was quite a big, um, that was a real kind of opening for me there when I saw that, you know, saw it for what it was. It was amazing. You Can you just yes. give us a little more on that, you know? 
Yes, well, the snake story is simple. It's just uh, every year the, the skin, the molt, there'll be a molting, you know, when the skin drops off the snake. The snake isn't molting it, from a self-centered point of view. The self-centered point of view would be claiming to be the molter of the skin, which it isn't. The snake is going to molt every year. And so there's, so here's the snake and then the skin. And now the skin thinks it's the snake. So let's call the skin self, yeah? So the skin believes it's the snake, but knows damn well it ain't because the snake will continue when the skin falls off. So the skin starts talking to the snake as the snake and tells the skin, I mean, tells the snake, don't go out in the sun. Watch out for that rock, you know? Buy a lot of moisturizer, you know? <laughs> Keep the fucking skin on for as long as possible. <laughs> so from the skin's point of view, the molting of the skin is fucking Armageddon. From the snake's point of view, it's great because the skin's a little bit bland, yeah? It's got a lot of rips and tears. It's running into rocks and shit like that. And it's, it's making life traveling heavier, harder. So when the skin falls off and the new skin appears, it'll be more attractive to the, you know, the female snakes. It'll, drive, it'll travel over rocks smoother. It's a big win for the snake to have the new skin. But from the skin's point of view, which it's yelling like through a megaphone, do not... <laughs> Do not lose the skin because the whole story would collapse when the skin fell off and the snake continued. The self would be seen as what? As a foreign fucking installment, as a foreign pathogen that you've been living for and as until it falls off. This is the point. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The head, what's talking to us as us, ain't, ain't us. <clears throat> It's the skin, yeah? Mm -hmm. Where the snake. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. In that analogy. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that was a that was a big one for me. I love that I love that analogy. It's sort of very simplistic, but certainly um put things in the right perspective, I think, you know. Well, yeah, on. because obviously something is is trying to protect its own agenda agenda. It's convinced yeah. us its agenda is our agenda, yet living our agenda becomes suffocating yeah mm. <laughs> for some fucking reason because it's not our agenda it's been a, it's been a, a an adopted agenda that's really forced upon us yeah mm. it's, it's incredible mm. but uh th the key is the identification because if you take yourself to be something you can't entertain being free from it you can't you entertain being free as it, and that's how it bonds you to itself, yeah? Even freedom is used to bind you to self. It's insane. So, yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, thanks for kicking that off for us. I've got a couple of hands up there. First one is uh, Jackie. Jackie M., do you want to come in? I've unmuted you. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you again. I don't know what I did. They called me the old girl because this technology business, can, I can't see anybody anymore. But anyway, I think they, Paul just answered the question, but like he said initially, 
I guess the more I keep coming and listening, the more of an understanding I would get. The original question I was saying was, if I'm not the self, then do I'm not responsible for feeling guilty about anything that I did. But then as he kept talking, it seemed like I was trying to get a bit of understanding, but I'm still a little perplexed as to what is my agenda. Well, you'll find that out, honey. The perplexing is good. I mean, if you're switching, uh, if you're switching carriers, like internet carrier, <laughs> there may be some perplexing. Yeah, yeah. You're okay. in good hands, Jackie. You're going to just have, trust the process. This isn't my process. It's not your, just trust the process. Yeah. These ideas will percolate and they'll lead you and you'll see things differently. And hopefully they can be categorized as a traveling lighter. And the appropriate response to traveling lighter is gratitude and honoring. Yeah. Something is doing for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. Yes. Hmm. Don't worry about the understanding. The understanding will come through you. It's not going to come to you. Yeah. It's going to come through you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's I'm serious. A faith in something bigger than myself and just take baby steps, step by step. And yes. eventually I'll get it or will I ever get it? Is it a constant getting it? Well, the funny thing is you, you are it, honey. So, but there'll be, there'll be, uh, You'll recognize getting it quite a lot, yeah. But you are it. You're the source of what you're looking for, I really. Love when you say that, I am. Thanks for reminding me again. I am it. Yeah. Period. Yes. I mean, could you imagine if you had a sense of the higher power of recovery as mm -hmm. being always available at all times, no matter where you are? no matter what condition you think you're in, yeah, mm -hmm. with no requirement necessary to meet it. That's, that's a pretty good description. Traveling. That's definitely traveling light. I'm, I'm yes. feeling it. It's like a natural go. high, okay? <laughs> All right, Just Jackie. Just like that baby on your uh, website. The, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Website. Mm. Well, I appreciate yes. you, Paul. I really, really do. I know there's a lightening up, I guess, just naturally so and logically. So having been dealing with parasites all my life, my own parasites, obviously, I just have, I'm, I'm in the process of untangling myself, I guess. Yes. Well, remember, you and I aren't doing the untangling. Something okay. is doing it for us, yes? Just okay. to keep allowing it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love Don't say the operation is finished. Let the doctor tell you when it's finished, yeah. <laughs> better, better way to go. Oh, thank you all. I really appreciate you all for having this um, outlet. Great. Well, that's why we do it for it. 
it's for you, Jackie, and me, and David, and anyone who's available to the idea. That's why it's being put out. Yes. And hear me when I say, if I didn't have a life, I would definitely be on every time you got you speak. But unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, every time I want to get on the, I'm either involved, family came in from out of town, just different scenarios. But do know that when you don't see me, it's not like I'm not missing it. <laughs> All right, Jackie. Yeah. Yes, okay. you're a um, lifetime member of Zen Bitch Slap. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. There's no dues or fees. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no free t-shirts. Yeah. Thanks, Jackie. <laughs> no free t-shirt. No free t-shirt, which is a once-in-a-lifetime offer. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Paul, we just had a question on Facebook um, from somebody I know in the northeast of England from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, uh, Geordie Emma Macbeth and asks, um, so bondage of self is the ego, isn't it? Question mark. Uh, you know, I don't like that term, but just well, however it helps you seeing uh, the narration in one's head, go with it, yeah? The, the main, the, the thrust of it is to see what you're not as other finally. Yeah, instead of resting in the in the assumption that it's you all day. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to, if the ego works for you, fine. More will be revealed. So, yeah. Okay. Great. Okay, um, and before I go to Leia, um, a friend of mine, Hillary from Florida asks, when I get cut off in traffic, how do I not take that personally? <laughs> well, just realize it's not you that's taking it personally. Realize that. Ask who is it that's taking it personally. See if there's what you think is or what you take to be Hillary. Ask it. Ask it to show up. Who is it that's getting pissed off at the people in the car, other cars? Well, it's Hillary. Oh, well, who is Hillary? Let's find out if there's anyone home. You'll see. Yeah. Hillary is an assumption. Hillary is an afterthought. Hillary is the product of the mental state claiming every fucking thing that ever goes on that it comes in contact with to imply there's a someone there, you, yes? So there's, what really happens is there's agitation towards, towards other drivers on the road, far out, yeah? Why does the agitation constantly imply it must be you that's agitated? That you is the manufacturing of self. That's what it is. Yeah. It uses the, it uses the chaos on the road to once again emphasize the one who's experiencing the chaos on the road, Hillary. Yeah. Hillary, 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 24-7. Yeah. That's why. So if you need a skillful mean, you know, this too shall pass. Say the serenity prayer, whatever. It matters where you're at. If your house is on fire, I'm not going to say there is no house and there is no fire. I'm going to tell you where a pail of water is. When the, house, when the fire is put out, maybe we can sit down and 
and question why it seems that you, Hillary, are at so many fires. Maybe Hillary is the fire starter. I don't know. Let's find out. Yeah. But the, the, the idea we're trying to present is there is no Hillary, but you need the skillful means to deal with the appearance of Hillary. So the serenity prayer, you know, God grant me the serenity while I'm driving. Yeah. To accept the things I cannot change. It's perfectly apropos for, you know, having a conflict with uh, traffic. I mean, it's a perfect prayer. So there you go. And hopefully through that prayer, you'll improve that conscious contact, not with Hillary, but with the higher power. And you'll lessen the fucking contact with the mental idea of being Hillary. There's the beauty of it. So it's exactly what we're talking about today. That's how prayer can improve one's conscious contact. It will it'll take the attention away from Hillary and put it on what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. God or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, Hillary. Um, good to see you. Now, uh, hand up is for Leah. Leah, are you there, Leah? Hi, Paul. Thanks so much for taking the meeting again. Um, I'm Leah. Uh, very grateful alcoholic. I'm enjoying the um, progression right now of the recovery program I'm working and um, just finished working the steps today with a sponsor and feeling Great. better. But um, uh, it occurred to me that um, whether, I, I don't think this is, you know, it occurred to me that part of how I'm processing your message is there's a and I'm not saying that this is your intention. This is how I'm interpreting it. Um, there's some reparenting going on here. And there's a certain indoctrination or brainwashing we undergo as children. All children sort of go through this. And then for people like us, you know, we get to host the parasite. And so then, you know, that further complicates our, um, you know, issue of self and issue of ego and so forth. And I'm just wondering, um, you know, the, the phrase that comes to mind is, you know, as an anecdote for that is, um, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. So if I were to re, you know, sort of refocus my attitude, my efforts on going back to that childlike, uh, perception of the world where, yeah, you know, something happens, you don't take shit personally. You, you, life just goes in one ear and out the other. If there's a way to do that, adopt that mindset and still pay bills, still drive cars, still have bosses, still deal with bullshit. And then meanwhile, also knowing, you know, we're of God. Is that sort of the right, does that make sense? Is that the right train of thought or you know frame of mind i could have right now well if it if it works for you then it's the right thing at this time to me the idea of the program is a reliance on a higher power program yeah so basically i admit my inability to be like a child and then i experience that i become childlike yeah but i start the premise, not that I'm going to try to become a child, I admit that 
Uh, <laughs> I haven't been able to pull that off. And in that admittance, something else does for me what I can't do for myself. So the whole basis of how I see things is based on what I can't do for myself. And I just keep expanding that category. And then, uh, so I feel more, more directed than directing, you know, more driven than driving, you know, stuff like that. So that's the spirit for me of the program. Uh, it doesn't really, you know, at a certain time, the dilemma of the condition I was in was a great call to arms. And I did the working steps and I did a lot of that stuff that we needed to do to change the habits that had tattooed my life in a certain way. But that, that's been done. I'm, not, I'm sort of not in that phase of recovery and recovery is a, has phases. So I'm in uh, the more uh, chilled out phase, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, so I don't see, I don't really do much to change myself. Yeah. I just see something and then there's changes. Yeah. So I, in other words, I don't set out on a course. All right. I'm going to change. I just, that I don't, that's not how it goes. I just sort of start out at acceptance and then things change. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I'm yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that's not, hasn't been accepted, but uh, if it comes up, it will be greeted with acceptance. And if it doesn't, it wasn't necessary. That's how I view it. Yeah. Yeah. Today. So, but everyone is finds themselves wherever they find themselves. That's why there's no road answers or yeah, there's the principles of AA are set, the steps are set, but how the, or how the effects are going to occur or be expressed. They are fucking all up, all over the map. You know, there's tons of ways it can be expressed, the effects of it and how, and, and be worn and carried. Yeah. And, uh, this is the beauty of it. So, uh, you know, but I'm a real, I'm a real believer that AA isn't a self-help program. It's a reliance on a higher power program. Yeah. Because to me, the root of the problem was reliance on self. As it says in our fear inventory, he asks us the question, why are we in so much fear today? Let's say I'm in fear of not being more childlike today. Why would I be in that fear? Isn't it because there's self-reliance? So I'm relying on myself to become more childlike, and I'm in fear that I'm not going to succeed. Why? Because I haven't most of the time in all my other endeavors. So, yeah, so there's a perfect diagnosis diagram there. So that fear is coming from self-reliance. So I'm not going to rely on self in my desires or my hopes to become more childlike. I'm going to rely on God in the hopes to become more childlike. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. It's just a different flavor. So uh, the fear when it comes up usually always brings me to the, the habit of relying on self. 
because self-reliance <clears throat> is basically the genesis of fear. I mean, mostly mental anxiety. Fear is a valid emotion. But what people are calling fear is really mental anxiety most of the time. And that's, that's being provoked and sustained by reliance on self, to me. So, and reliance on self takes, looks a lot of different ways, like getting it, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, you know. And um, so I see the, the whole premise of the statement in AA, which is fear is an effect of self-reliance, really. And if I want to outgrow fear, it'd be, it, it would be wise to sort of outgrow self, so to speak. <laughs> because they're sort of like a, uh, an equation, yeah? The obsession with self sort of triggers a rise in anxiety. The losing interest in self triggers a, 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 a precipitous drop in anxiety. You've got, you're onto something. You've just recognized what's tipping the scales all day is self. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope that was helpful. Well, I want to say thank you. Um, this has been invaluable and I'll keep coming back really, truly. Thank you. Great. Thank, thank you. you yeah. Thank you. Okay. Next is uh, Walter. How are you, Walter? You have to unmute yourself, mate. There you go. You're on. Okay. Uh, Paul, good evening. Um, that was the best explanation I ever heard about duality. The thief and the policeman. Uh, I wonder, you know, uh, I'm a lifetime uh, uh, spiritual seeking. I'm an addict. I'm out of the alcohol. I get into it. Um, I went through all the steps, actually, I fit in any 12-step program there is. So, read the scriptures once again and again. And uh, Well, you know, now I wonder, as a child, I was already aware of this thief and the policeman thing, you know. Totally irritating, blocking me, not able just to repair my bicycle because it was in the way. And then, indeed, the alcohol was a big relief, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, the, and then the spiritual seeking. And there was also a relief. The, the how you call it, the word epiphanies or something. I never heard the word before. And then, somehow, you know, it seems that the spirituality itself became an addiction. Yeah. You know? Yes. And, Rereading, rereading, and then again deep in the alcohol, and well, like the book says, uh, it became worse and worse, you know, when there was a period of drinking, the hospitals, the institutions, the whole shice. Uh, you know, years of meditation, years of sobriety, reading Nisigadatta once again and once again, and okay, that makes sense, and I don't seem to get out of it. And I'm scared like shit, you know, to get into the alcohol once again. Yeah. Yes. Well, you, ha you know, what happens, you know, thank you for your share. This is a perfect, you're not unusual in this endeavor, eh? 
No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I've seen, you, you know, just like the explained, I thought it was me. I've observed it in the AA, you know, people with 20 years sobriety uh, and then going into suicide, et cetera, et cetera. The whole dramas I've seen and I've seen the misery there, you know. That's to a former sponsor. I saw him years later, still full, full of viciousness, you know, that I almost told him, yeah, for God's sake, you know, take a drink or something like that, you know, what's the use of this? You know, so, and yes. I don't want to be cynical about it because I also did see a lot of things in the, in the big book. Like you say, it must have been a download, you know, I could recognize the things. Yes. Well, you know, the thing is, is the self can't get out of self. Exactly. Is a dilemma in all the uh, methodologies of trying to get out of self. <laughs> they all, recovery, spirituality, they all uh, demonstrate the underlying dis-ease, which is self trying to get out of self. Yeah. This is the dilemma because uh, the recognition usually doesn't come... Uh, well, when it comes, it tends to seems to go. So uh, the thief and the policeman keep changing roles. But, uh, but the point is, uh, intellectually knowing it doesn't help in a way. It helps in a way, but it's not, it's not, the, uh, it's not the platform you want to rest on. The platform you want to rest on is a real sense of catching both of them, the police and the thief, and truly being convinced, not in your head, but somewhere, let's say in the, that unsuspecting inner resource or your innermost, but being convinced of non-duality, basically. <laughs> you just finally see it to a convincing point where the the card table shifts, yeah? And so, uh, and at that point, usually that isn't precipitated by more reading, more this and more that. It's, a, it's precipitated by stopping, yeah? Stopping. And then seeing, because uh, it's difficult to recognize everything when everything's moving, you know? Something has to stop, which let's say it's us, and then you see it, which you may have many, many times, but this one time, it's like the camel that, uh, the straw that breaks the camel's back or a critical mass has built up where the, the percentage of interest and attention shifts over to that, yeah? And now that's when conditions stabilize, yeah? So, if I was going to give you any kind of prescription, it definitely, as you already shared, no more reading for now and shit like that. And just sit with it. Sit with the two-ness. And uh, all that's been, that has been said by Nizagadada and stuff like that many, has not been lost. Many others. Hmm? Many others. Many others I've it has there. not been lost. None of that's been lost. So just... You don't have to keep on procuring. Just stop if you can and get busy maybe doing some service, getting out of oneself. And uh, 
you'll come back and there it will be. <laughs> but I would, re I would really stress yeah. a service situation now, maybe. Uh, the, the problem is that most of the meetings are closed in Amsterdam. Yeah, Beautiful. yeah. Well, but this is what I'm also surprised about. It. So I've got somewhere, uh, uh, found a very serene spot at the lake. You know, yesterday I was sitting there, you know, just some waves, some rocks. And suddenly I see it. There appears all the pictures, all the surrounding with, without any language. Yeah, totally peace. You know, quiet, yeah. mind, you know. And then... Yeah. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. And then the mind starts chattering again. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Today I went there again, you know, and at the moment I have the luxury to do it. Sit I'm expecting again, wanting this again, but it didn't appear, you know. See, but you're not expecting it. That's the head, you see. You're gonna have, you're not gonna vanquish the head as the head. You're not. You, you, there's a, you come to terms with it. And there's an acceptance, yeah? It's going to show up after the fact, yeah? So th the fact is, oh, I was sitting on the lake. There was no language, no describing, everything like that. But as time goes on, it shows up again and implies that it was the one that was sitting on the lake. So when, it, when you sit on the lake the next day, it's waiting to get its fucking uh, outcome which is I want to have that experience again. And once again, self-will fails you and it does, it can't produce the goods. Yeah. You're not that. It's going to do it. It's mechanical. I think you, you've wasted a lot of time trying to kill something that never even existed. Yeah. It's just an activity, a mental activity. You can live a huge life with it still on. You can. I do believe I wasted a lot of time. No, you haven't. All that time is being put to great use. You're here right now. So how can you say you wasted a lot of time? It's all been put to good use, everything. The head is what's trying to give it like a, a, a value or a lack of value. This is duality, yeah? Mm, 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 mm. So uh, the same head one moment says, hey, great insights and so on, that you understand that, that you know the literature, that you know that, that you uh, understand the psychology, the whole shice. And other time the head said, what a fucking loser you are, you know? Let's yes, go. you're neither of those. You're neither <laughs> of those. Exactly. You're neither of those, see? And so the desire to be one creates an antagonism about the other, and then you're stuck because... You're not gonna cut a coin and make it only one-sided. That's it's not gonna happen. So basically, you lose interest in oh, narrating about how great it was at the lake, yeah. And then there's a loss of interest in the voice that tells you you really blew it the next day at the lake because you really weren't interested in that you had a great vision the day before. You're not, yeah. Things are just happening. You just keep on keeping on, yeah. Nothing that happens stops me at all. It just happens, you know, high points, low points, this and that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> see if, if there's, see, 
oh, you know, it's just like, all right. You're either living for one self or the other self. You can't live, you can't hold the space for both. And that's what's, that, that's where the peace is, is the space for both of those appearances to come and go. Yeah, that's what peace is. You're not going to stabilize one and uh, <laughs> put the other one out. It doesn't work that way. So, yeah. And who would do that anyway? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Keep coming back. All right. Uh, thanks, uh, Walter. Thanks very much. And just to say to you, Walter, that there's plenty of opportunities for service on Zoom. If you want to hang around after, we've got three meetings that we run. This team here won three three daily meetings. So if you want to get involved, mate, there's plenty of service yes. for you. So there absolutely. You go. Not just bricks and mortar stuff. You don't have to make the teas and coffees, but there's certainly a lot of roles on Zoom that you can fulfill if you wish. So hang about, mate. Um, yeah, it'd be so, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jack, gee, mate, we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna have to wait till next week for you because I think we're almost out of time. So I'm gonna make Kristen the last one for today, if that's okay. Jack, can you hold on that for till next Tuesday, mate? But over that, Kristen, you've got the last question. Over to you. Okay. Thank you. Um, thank you, Paul, for again, and Dave. Thank you for hosting these meetings and uh, other guys that are involved. And I know you just kind of spoke about this, Paul, but it. I'm hearing that a lot of people are here. So as far as the thief and the policeman, and I know I asked you about a month ago, I'm not necessarily even sure I can couch the question properly, but um, so in the analogy of the thief and the policeman, you said you talked about catching them both at the same time. Can you- Yes. So in the analogy of the snake, what's the thief in that and what's the policeman? Is The, the analogy in the snake is an apropos for the thief and okay. the... Uh, okay. Yeah, it is an apropos for that. That's for another... Okay, that's great. That's pointing. Yeah. Great. So then... See, the thing have... is, honey, when you see the thief and the uh, policeman clearly mm-hmm. once... Then when you see the thief, you see the other again. Yeah? Yeah, so what's another word like, is the policeman the judger of the thief, but it's the same thing? Yes, it can take that role, yes. It's the same, same. This is subject object, yes? Okay. That which is, this is what non-duality is negating. The subject-objectness is the movement of selfing. So selfing, yeah, presents itself as a subject, finally gets caught as the object, mm-hmm. yeah? He switches role, so now the, the subject, the thief, one caught is now the object, so now the thief as the object transforms itself into the policeman as the subject, yeah? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. after a while, when you see one, there's no need to look for the other. It's recognizable. Yeah. Like when I see a dime, I see the heads. There's a very clear assumption. There's a tail on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because this is what's happened. 
you have the understanding, you've seen it now. And the seeing, now you don't have to go through the process of the thief and then having, you know, the thief questioned and beat up and interrogated and whatever and tried to vanquish. And then, and then oh, suddenly recognizing the policeman role. As soon as you see the thief, you see the opposite also. Got it. And okay. you're neither of them. That's the good news. That's really the good news. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's it. It's that seeing, like right now. That's it. That's really mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is the relying on seeing is really relying on the higher power because higher power and seeing are the same. <laughs> This, that awareness is what we're relying on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not relying on it, but whatever. Yeah. All right. Hey, that's great. Wow, wonderful. Thank you very much, everyone. So um, just a reminder, if you really like this, you can really get into his um, Pulse satsangs on a Wednesday and Saturday. I thoroughly recommend them. I've got so much out of them myself. Um, and his zenbitchslap.com is where you can find the Zoom rooms for that and all the details for the times and stuff, no matter what time zone you're in, all the details will be with that. And uh, with that, Paul, do you want to say Hey, hi, hey David. David, yeah. I just want to point out, we've, we've all been in, in the, deep, the deep end of the pool today. Yes. <laughs> yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. Recognize that, please. Mm. Don't you have that feeling? It's been remarkable today. It's been wonderful. The subject yeah. objectness. Yeah, uh, definitely. There you go. That's that's the that's what non-duality negates. That's what it negates. That which is just assumed to be real with no mm. fucking questioning. Mm. You've now seen the dynamic of it. Mm. Fucking far out. Mm. So the the judge, the policeman, and the the thief are all the snakeskin. <laughs> all of it, yes. Yeah. They're all yeah. the. They're, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just bounces from one point to another. It's not. It's not a multifaceted thing. It's a duplex. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's. It just goes one to the other. One to the other. <laughs> it has, you know, different length of robes and shit like that. But you'll recognize it. <laughs> all the judges will be the judge. And all the thieving will be the thief. Yeah. 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 It's not about having to recognize it every time there's judging and thieving. You've yeah. now recognized it in a broad level. Yeah, it's great. All right. I want to say goodbye to I don't have Good any one. pictures on this on the uh I'm using the phone again. I've given up on the iPad. So we see uh, I see Julian, I see Leah, chilling out again. That's good, Leah. David, we got Elena. She's up. And Adam, we got Kurt and Linda. Fantastic. We're Kristen. We got, ah, uh, there's Lebowski. Lebowski has been missing for a while. Hopefully you haven't been bouncing any bad checks at the supermarket. Right. I'll buy you some oleo margarine if you need to. <laughs> get you a case we got chris chris is there uh chelsea nice to meet you chelsea walter nice to meet you walter mika pleasure 
let's see, uh, Mike Z, the main man on the uh, United States side. Paul, he's, uh, he's got another one of his wardrobe specials on today. That's nice. Roy. <laughs> That's too much today. I've, I've blown up. I've hit critical mass. I could be arrested this afternoon, the way I'm mm -hmm. feeling. All right, so we got uh, someone from California. I can't make the name. Lynn. Nice to see you, Lynn. Mm -hmm. Johans, Jack G. Yeah, Jack G is out in the wilderness. Yeah. He's chewing, some, he's chewing like a hard nut he found in a bush. Hopefully, hopefully it's not poisonous. We got Helen. Helen, very nice to see you again, Helen. Jackie, take care and take care of your family. They're an invitation also. Mickey, fantastic. Yeah. Avstang, I've missed that one. Vicky, Michael Stacy, he's got the mask on. Thank you, Michael. Yes. <laughs> uh, we got Oshon and Hillary. Nice to see you, Hillary. Randy, uh, CJ, Kate, Emily, Sukai. And then I get into some uh, just emojis so all right oh there's sukai again i'm just gonna say goodbye thanks so much uh See you later, Paul. go to the website it's a beautiful website uh dimitri and julia did a great job and thanks, uh, Dave. i look forward to seeing you guys soon cheers light right. up see you Saturday. Right. Thank Saturday, you, Paul. wednesday yeah. tuesday thank thursday you, Paul. the website thank looks you. Okay. super cool Bye. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, David. And thank you. Good to see you. Was that Kurt? See you thank later, you. Kurt. Yeah, thank see you, Kurt.